1: Uh, for this run, it'd be great if we could stay close to some toilets. Okay. <laughs> you want to go
0: general too? Should we go round around this bit? Uh,
1: no, let's go over to the other yeah. park because oh, these toilets are, are <laughs> not...
0: <laughs> you created real jeopardy there. You're like, we need toilets, and these ones aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Let's head closer to the others.
1: Yeah. Um, we, yeah.
0: Uh, did I, I said I was going to blow my nose, didn't I? Did I blow my nose? I didn't, did I?
1: No. Let's do a pavilion stop, get some... Uh, nose wiping.
0: Oh, I've got a tissue. Oh,
1: okay. I mean, don't worry about me. There was I assuming. <laughs> yeah. That would be something we need well, to do. Well, you decide, know what don't?
0: happens when you assume?
1: You make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've never said that before in my <laughs> life. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs>
0: um, uh, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's tr- I was going to tell you a joke I'd heard, but I'm not going to. Uh, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to shame myself with it. Though I did uh, try my new riddle on Paul the other day, which was uh, okay. So Holmes and Watson. First re- of
1: all, can I get the other tissue? Do oh, you you're going to blow too, of I'm course. Too. Go yeah, for it. Thank you. Can um, I have it? <laughs> that's
0: yours. You can keep that now. Um, yeah. So Holmes and Watson are at the breakfast buffet. Listeners have heard this, by the way. If this makes the it makes the. <laughs> um, uh, Holmes and Watson are at the breakfast buffet, and uh, it's like quite well equipped but straightforward breakfast buffet. What does Sherlock Holmes have to drink? Uh, the juice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got it <laughs> right. Jesus. You were just going to get it right. Yeah. Damn it. Run Run in, come come in, come with Paul yeah. and Let's start. Let's
1: start. Okay. Let's resist Eleanor's urge to tear off. Absolutely, welcome
0: uh, Running commentary listeners. You hear once more our uh, dear friend Eleanor Tiernan stepping in for uh, tonks, wear tonks, we'll get to that. But yes, key is that the last time we did this, we ran off like rats out of a trap, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to go. I mean, if we just suddenly walk for no good reason... I'm totally into that.
1: Yeah, and, that would be uh, very...
0: See what we're doing now, we're not going to go any faster than this.
1: Yeah, it's kind of antithetical to my running wow. uh, trend, which is to just zoom off and not enjoy it at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm
0: getting better and better at going slow. That's funny enough, I'm actually in life. I, I'm very much someone who goes slowly and that it can take me a decade to realize a, an ambition.
1: It's alright. But tell that's okay
0: as long as you get there.
1: Yeah, but like tell me how that means that you're because with your running, you're just going from strength to strength, you're doing longer runs, you're doing more of them.
0: Yeah, well but part that shouldn't of that be happening
1: because you're getting you're you're getting old Rob.
0: Well I would say and thanks by, is that. by the way. No, it's true, it's a true story. The the funny thing is that I think there's two things there. One is uh I hope the listeners don't think I was rude there. No, they loved it. To say that
1: to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm not hoping that I... knocking on. I've got the half century. Well um, uh, no, No, because uh, I'm definitely getting better at running. And that is kind of balancing the fact that I'm probably getting slower at running. I'm also hiding it by doing lots of different kinds of running. So, oh. like you we were saying, I used to run flat out. You know, didn't really do parkruns, but I went flat out and went as fast and as far as I could. And I took that all the way to like a half marathon and a marathon. But I never did anything other than run as fast as I possibly could for years.
1: Yeah. I remember the first parkrun I saw you on. I think it was my second or third, and I was doing Hackney Marshes, which is one of the ones where you go in one direction and you double back and you come yes. back. And uh, I... Was you know down the field as you tend to be, and then the leaders were coming towards me on their return leg, and I saw you. Yeah. You were bloody bonnet, tearing along. (laughs) That's a that's a twenty minute kind of time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. What's going on there? Still uh, running park runs a bit like that. Yeah. But the rest of the time, not so much. Although I think you see that's where that's the tester, because I wonder if I'll ever be as fast as I was. But I'm still questing. I'm questing for it, you know?
1: Yeah. That's my thing, that now I've gotten rid of
0: all these long runs I was doing. That's my plan for the summer, is to see how fast I can get.
1: Right, yeah. It would be interesting.
0: I should probably be quite patient, though, because the 50k mountain ultra I did was Saturday a week ago. <laughs> and I went back to Parkrun on Saturday. So it's like one week later. And I thought, as usual at Parkrun, I thought, well, I'll take it easy, 20.56. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still under 21. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, my fastest is something like, well, it's well under 20. And that's an interesting bar.
1: Because yeah. I think,
0: if I'm honest, part of it is how, I what's the word, um, reconciled you are to it, you know? I think one of the reasons I might never get under 20 again is that I don't really mind if I don't. What about you? Have you been park running?
1: Uh, Last one I did was in Birmingham, Cannon Hill. Oh, yeah. When I was training for the half marathon in Brighton. That was so good. Uh, was it very busy yet, the
0: one in Birmingham um, I love that park one.
1: yeah it was really good only slightly marred by um, one factor uh-huh. um, which was the ground is a bit wet yeah. and I've been trying out these new runners which are great in many, many ways these Hoka One uh-huh. is that, that what you're had wearing right now? My moment. I'm going to get and some visual aids uh, they've really helped with one absolutely crucial thing, which I kept uh, getting these uh, stress fractures in my feet. Oh, yeah, you talked to us about that before. I did, yeah. And uh was labouring. For ages, trying different things and uh, nothing was working. And I'd get so far with training for something, and I remember just you kind have of limping
0: stop. into A&E at some point, so yeah. it's been bad in the past.
1: Yeah, I've well, switched to these runners and I've been able to do really long runs in them, been great, however thing is they're not very good on wet surfaces. Right. So, and uh, when I was looking them up online, the reviews of them on YouTube, um, very positive reviews, which they should be. Yep. But uh, there are a lot of American reviewers who I don't think are reviewing them as much on wet surfaces. Yeah, yeah, as because we have the, in weather. the UK, because the weather's better. So. They're off uh, That's just something I would add. Uh, and that day in Birmingham was, uh, I find myself having to just slow down to try and stay on my feet rather than on my ass.
0: Yeah, 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 that's an issue. And it, the other thing is that it can really make you, if you're worried you're going to fall, it can really tense you up. Yeah. I remember running around uh, the um, uh, Canary Wharf bit in the, in the last uh, London Marathon, and there's loads of uh, big, like, uh, what well, I'd say, manhole covers, but, you know, proper yeah, yeah. access panels. That's a better phrase for it. And... Uh, <laughs>
1: you know just I, did, I didn't like running across them. yeah and
0: there's loads so you're just breaking it's breaking your rhythm right up
1: yeah yeah and as you say yeah it's an underlying kind of stress that'll translate throughout the body
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just a little note for listeners the uh, we're running around Victoria Park and it is as ever full of exciting different people doing all kinds of things mm-hmm. And you'll have heard quite a lot of that, hopefully, in the background. They're, yeah. doing, they're filming, there's a photo shoot going on over here on the left, which is literally the second one we've passed. Yeah. And that's just, uh, it's the tip of the Victoria Park,
1: iceberg.
0: Uh, <laughs> also, It's such of
1: shooting location here. I often see, like, big vans pulled up, catering vans, and you go, oh, I've probably got involved in of Ryan Gosling on this run. And yeah, so, I, I,
0: you know, I, I recorded an advert for, for Cider here once upon a time, uh, uh, as you probably know. Yeah. Great days.
1: Or catastrophe. That's the kind of thing that we film around here. Yeah, yeah.
0: All the sketches on the uh, big train, whenever <laughs> they go somewhere outside of there, they're always in Finsbury Park. <laughs> There's one where they're protecting uh, the president, except it's a duck.
1: <laughs> Good old big train.
0: Do you think, with his friendship with Simon Pegg, do you think Tom Cruise ever sits down and watches big train? Simon, show me some of that old show you did.
1: Yeah. I, like that. I think he does, but for when Tom Cruise stands to gain something from it, <laughs> if he's, I don't know.
0: I dreamt to about Tom Cruise last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen every night. I've made that sound like it was like, oh, Tom. But I had quite, quite a fun, complicated dream where me and my family were working our way up through a massive uh, and uh, brilliantly unusual uh, cruise liner. And it was going through beautiful, kind of Scandinavian fjords at sunset. And we were trying to get on deck to see the view, but we were just moving through the middle of it, and it was like, parts of it were like, Old, you know, dusty rooms with nice furniture.
1: Oh, like a Titanic kind of cruise. Yeah, home. it had
0: everything. Or like the SS Great Britain, if you've ever been wow. to that. And uh, seeing people, you know, just getting to bits. And everyone going, oh, hi. Are you? And yeah. I think it was like a comedy gig and everyone knew who I was. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not on, I'm not on my way upstairs. You know? And at one point, we bumped into Tom. And he was... We said, oh, Tom, we're going to go and see the sunset. And he couldn't come away because it was so basic. He was just behind, like, a table. <laughs> he was handing out leaflets. So I've got to hand out these leaflets. I think he was trying to get people to join the... Uh, Scientology? Well, no, I think, like, after Top Gun, when he tried to get people to join the military. Oh, wow. I think he was doing that. I wow. said, you see, maverick. Why not... Think about the armed forces, but he was really like he was really lucky. Like he was stuck on a minimum wage job and couldn't leave his post, which uh, was quite a fun role for Tom Cruise. Yeah. The punchline: of The whole dream was that me and Julia got to the very top of the boat, and I realised that by the time we got there, the boat had actually been around like a one hundred and eighty hairpin, and we were looking at exactly the same view that we'd seen as we uh, right. set off.
1: That's a quite good dream recall you have there, Rob. Yeah.
0: I could tell you more, but I think it's pretty dull already. (laughs) So I was going to tell you about Paul. Um, Because uh, poor Paul.
1: No, let's not talk about him. let's not talk about him.
0: (laughs) No refunds! He can't be here today because he had a bad weekend. He went off to do a gig on Thursday, I think it was, and his car broke down properly it was a proper hard shoulder of the motorway till dawn night out i think you had to miss a gig all that comedian's drama and you don't get so much of that these days do you what with cars and roads and modern life and uh, this is what night say? last thursday i think
1: all right so it wasn't even train strike day
0: no no and uh yeah although he would have he wished he was on a train
1: yeah, because so that's what a lot, pe- lot of comedians are finding themselves in car situations yeah, that wouldn't normally that's right. at the weekend. Which is, uh, yeah,
0: he left some other comedians on the side of the road who haven't been seen since. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, he finally got home at like dawn, Ooh. having kind of not done the gig. And, uh,
1: and had to call AA like him. Yeah, did
0: all that stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah. I don't know if he was hanging around in the cold or whatever, but then after that he came down with a with cold. Oh shit. And he's, uh, he's crook. And in light of what we were saying about coming back and assessing fitness and your shoes, Paul's on a, he's on a good upward swing at the moment. He's, you know, having wrestled with injuries for a couple of years, he's yeah. feeling better, going strong and training for a long run. So here's to him. We'll find out next week how he's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, So thank you for stepping in. Me and Ellen were going to be meeting up today anyway. <laughs> yeah. The key d- detail is I think if that had happened without the recorders, it probably would have also happened without the running. Would you agree?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How much running Just, are you doing at the
1: moment? I'm kind of... W- Thinking, because it's been so long since we've had a catch up, you know, I'm nervous that things that I want to just offload to you, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to come out and make the way onto the podcast? Oh,
0: those those exciting, soap opery secrets that we normally root through. Yeah,
1: can you believe he said that, that guy? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I
0: mean, it's totally inappropriate for me to quote this comedian directly, (laughs) but I was at the gig where he said,
1: dun dun dun! dun." Oh shit, the, the recorder's
0: bust. Ah. ah, we're on tape. So, well, I think I have seen you since Brighton Half. But right, nevertheless, yeah, yeah. let's talk Brighton Half. Yeah. First of all, it seems to me that that's one of those funny things, which is. Simultaneously seems a long time ago now. And isn't that long ago is it?
1: No, it's like less than three months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so good. Uh Had
0: you done a half before, I can't No, remember.
1: my first half marathon. Yeah. And uh yeah, I kind of in the signed up for it because um Comedia, the comedy club. Yes, we love. Um, we're putting a team in to raise funds for their um, trust that they do to help uh, working-class kids from working-class backgrounds to become parts of the arts. Yeah, and, uh,
0: which is great. Yeah, so you they said, to do
1: and I happened to be playing comedic that weekend, so they said, come and do the marathon with us. I was like, oh, OK. Uh, and yeah, just managed the like before I would have been very rigid and tried to follow a training program that um, existed on my watch and my phone and um, followed instructions. But this time, I just, said I'm going to wing this. I will do <laughs> two 5Ks a week. Good. Midweek, and then at the weekend, I'll do a run that gets progressively longer. Yeah. Until about two weeks before the marathon. And then I'll just toddle in the last few weeks.
0: So, uh, what was your longest run?
1: For the marathon, 11.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: So... And then, yeah, these runners really were the, were the business. So
0: The Hawkers made it happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen without them.
0: And so you were part of a Comedia team. I was. Did you all run together or did you
1: yeah, shake so them off? I ran initially with Richard. So we had, I mean, I say we had a time goal in mind. I didn't think there was a chance in hell of doing it. Myself, I just kind of did seem too long. Yeah, the run. Um, so I was keeping an eye on myself and Richard when to try and do it. We kind of put ourselves in maybe two hours, right? And uh, we stayed together for the first half. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And uh, then he said he would come back for a bit, and I said, I'm just gonna see if I can keep this up. And yeah, didn't, kept going, but I was feeling pain then. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's just not gonna happen really, is it?
0: Yeah, what kind and, of pain, in your foot or?
1: Oh, no, just raggy, body. raggy running.
0: Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah.
1: yeah. Uh, terrible posture. Uh, yeah, like you'd worn uh, yourself out a bit and it yeah. was costing, yeah. And, Bad toilet vibes
0: uh,
1: as well. And
0: I feel like that hasn't necessarily completely abated from what you were saying. <laughs> I'm aware that we're in the back corner of the park here.
1: Yeah, but we're circling the, the toilet in the middle. So yeah, thank goodness. It's going to be yeah. quite close. But, um, so
0: I'm not used to this because Paul's got um, bare grill skills. If so just say, really? give me a minute, and he goes behind a bush.
1: Oh, right, yeah. yeah I,
0: don't, I hope I'm not sharing too much by telling the world that, but I think everyone's worked it out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, well, that's useful.
0: It's a useful yes. skill, but not yeah. one I've adopted. <laughs> not one I want. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah, so, so you're, it's yeah. halfway through. It's halfway. You pulled ahead of it the other fella, but you're feeling pretty I'm feeling crook. pretty
1: good, yeah. yeah. And we've done the hills, crucially. Right, yeah. As well. So, I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can keep going. And uh, kept going. And I was slowing down around 17, 18K. Yep. And, yeah, then, you know, 2021, you're like, this is... It's getting close, like. Yeah. So you don't notice it, but you do get a bit faster.
0: Yep. And it's the absolute inspiration of a finish line, isn't it? Yeah. This is why we talk about the high concept of the finish line is when it helps you, it's wonderful.
1: It's brilliant. And when it
0: doesn't, it's, it's
1: really good. You have to try and forget <laughs> about it. Um, and got a bit faster, and I had miscalculated the uh, t- pace I needed to be running at. Yep. So I was running a bit faster. I needed to. you just done the bizarrely. maths wrong. Done the wrong. I saw the finish line ahead and I said, that can't be the finish line. Yeah. There's another 500 beyond that. And uh, I was like, no, that's finished. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. That was one minute 58. Yeah. So I think I could do this. Yeah. Maybe, okay, maybe I can.
0: And did you, Tom Cruise? Did you go flat out, hands up in front like Flasta, this?
1: Flat out. Yeah. However, that is the other thing about the Hulkers; They don't feel like running shoes if you get any faster than five minutes a kilometre for yeah. me. So if I try to sprint now, at the end, I feel like I'm in clown shoes. Yeah, they're not, so cruising.
0: they're not Tom Cruise shoes, they're cruising no. shoes.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so ninety-nine percent of the time that's the kind of running yeah. I want to do. So
0: Yeah, that's, that's what you need.
1: Yeah. Um, but that but yeah. Uh, in fairness to them, they did get me over the line in one minute, fifty nine no, one hour, fifty-nine minutes. And
0: Twenty seconds. Woohoo! Yeah. 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 God, fantastic. What yeah. a satisfying uh, yeah. time. You know, now you don't want to do any more halves because you don't want. No,
1: <laughs> I'll never better <laughs> no, that.
0: The one. next one you yeah. do is two hours and two minutes, and you're like,
1: Ah, oh, forget it! Yeah. I'm never running again.
0: So have you're you thing, uh, Go on.
1: Just for listeners, uh, if you look up the Brighton Half Marathon Times, you won't find my time on the website because uh, we actually faked it. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. On the day... We just, um, my entry just didn't happen. Right. Uh, so we had to photocopy. One of the skilled graphic artists that Comedian employs, mocked up a race number. Oh my God! Uh, this is really bad. Brandon
0: Committee does not condone this behaviour in relation to <laughs> official Yes, up.
1: all the responses would never be up for this.
0: Well, congratulations! The, uh, you, you you actually didn't do the Brighton half. No. No.
1: Okay. So maybe I do need to do it.
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, to
1: kind of get that time up. Yeah, because I'm not just talk, otherwise I'm I?
0: Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's totally unproven. Yeah. You know, Elliot Ch- Kipchoge did a, a marathon in that amount of time, but it's not official.
1: Unbelievable. It's not
0: official. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? To think yeah. he's basically running
1: twice as fast. But do you know what? <laughs> the guy who ran the, I can oh, believe let's go, the, there's a van coming. The guy who won the London Marathon, he only did it in like two hours and two minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. So like, everybody's getting close to two hours now. Yeah,
0: that's right. It's weird the way the whole culture speeds up, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a crazy thing. Yeah.
0: So, but then you, you know, in terms of the next thing, you really that's that's been that's you for the year so far, basically.
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, are you still getting out on a week by week basis? No, I'm not. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's annoying me that I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I seem to kind of I just found the time the training was taking. Uh, just hard to fit in. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I want to put more time into a few other things.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, you know, uh, as you know, we uh, know what's going on with each other work-wise. Uh, I find the opposite at the time I spend running it makes it uh, very difficult for me to ever do any work. But there we are. <laughs> it is, <hard.
1: laughs> it's the nature of the yeah. beast. <laughs> just a laundry, kind of clothes on. Right.
0: Actually um, that reminds me, well. I should tell our listeners that if they're enjoying us talking, they can hear us being funny Ooh. this weekend. If you're listening to this tiny. new episode, we're off to we're both doing the gigs in Dorset, so, aren't
1: we? We're in Bridgeport.
0: Bridgeport on Bridport. Friday and then Verwood. And Verwood. Uh,
1: two tragically underserved parts of the country for rail Um.
0: oh yeah we'll be going there by basically on on foot by uh, kayak and uh, on foot so we're leaving this is the beginning of the journey we we
1: didn't think a paraglide we could do that yeah we
0: could do that depends (laughs) on the prevailing winds but um, I was quite excited because there's what sounds like, a, well, it's always a nice park run, but there aren't that many park runs in Dorset, but there is one in Bridport. Right. And I was like, oh, sounds good. St Mary's is good. I looked at it. It looks nice. I'm planning to get down there on Saturday. And when we got our confirmations, we're not staying in Bridport, are we? No. We're staying in Ilminster, which is great. I mean, that's the Beastie Boys' favourite Dorset town. <laughs> Back again with the Ilminster behaviour. Um, but... Uh, and, uh, and, you know, we've got a license to Ilminster, Ilminster. <laughs> and I can't stand it, can't stand it, I know you're playing it, but I'm hoping that someone's driving <laughs> from <laughs> Ilminster <laughs> to Bridport on Saturday morning, that's what I'm trying to say, morning magpies, two magpies and a robin, check it <laughs> Simon's out.
1: Simon's going to drive to Bit- Bridport, did you just say?
0: No, I'm hoping that someone will. Someone yeah, what I want is a running comedy, running and comedy fan, of which there are surprisingly few because <laughs> people who like to run tend to go to bed because they're sensible.
1: But uh, anyway, I want someone to come to the. They don't have to come to the.
0: They don't have to gig. come to the. Gig. Yeah, but I want them to. Yeah. So we can establish a rapport.
1: Yeah, because then, it's just annoying if they have you in the car and you're, you know, doing jokes for them and they're like, I don't know whether this is funny. I haven't seen it in the setting.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or, you know, you're actually doing bits and they don't know. So people are like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is just my set.
1: Well, that's true. You could is really this, pass that off. This is new, isn't it? Oh, it is. I'm going in. Eee.
2: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, oh,
0: there we go. We both just uh, took a rest stop in the traditional way, Longtonkenson yes. style. It's um, a new block. It's quite nice, isn't it? It's lovely. Well, should we do a figure eight and go around this part Let's part? go, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So, oh, my God, it's kind of hot. Yeah, it's warm and that's yeah. nice. I mean, it's nice, but yeah. this is good. I'm going to stop and get a picture of this tree. We were told last week how that's the horse lovely. chestnuts are in their pomp, but this is those, one of those variants that's got st- stupidly pink flowers. They're so bright. And, yeah, someone else is... Someone filming
1: something here when we set off? I think they were There were people
0: yeah, gone planting
1: in those um beds around the trees. Oh, maybe
0: they were gardening.
1: Yeah. Rather
0: than filming were, um, I always get those mixed up.
1: That some hashtag was um, torchlight bearers or something like oh, that. Yeah. Okay, nice. Uh,
0: yeah, this is literally, we're back at the pond in Victoria Park and it's much nicer than when we last went past. Yeah. Two juvenile great-crested grebes out in the middle and the fountain
1: yeah, the away. Yeah, at the at the back.
0: So, yeah, and are you, are you going to do any more events?
1: So I'm in for... Oh, look, the, there's a
0: duckling, sorry. Oh.
1: I think I've pretty much inveigled myself into comedians running... Culture. Yeah. Now, so the manager owner of Comedia lives in uh, the southwest, and he's uh, booked me for Bath Comedia the weekend of the Bath Half Marathon in next, October. Uh, in October is it? Yeah. Oh, look at Sorry, I keep going
0: on Oh, look at the, the, Sorry, oh, shit, look at the size look. of those. <gasps> that's an that enormous guy, yeah. fish. I'll take a peg. Yeah, there's a big orange one there. The big, big grey ones swam away and they're hard to get. Oh, see, you need some context. Get, get, down in the water and lie next to it. <laughs> Honestly, there. He's like
1: two feet, that guy. Yeah, they're absolutely
0: immense. See if we can get those grey ones beyond. Look at that dude. Oh, Da-dum. that guy too. Dun 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 dun. I hope it doesn't eat that goose. Ha- ah.
1: I didn't think That's fish that, 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 that big would have enough to eat in a. Pond this size. Well, you know, say the them. park's
0: very well used. A couple of park users weighed in. Who's going to say different? Yeah, there's not just, they're not just big, there's about a good half dozen just yeah, in this corner. Yeah,
1: different just, varieties. Yeah, they're not. There's um, these grey guys.
0: Yeah, they're something uh, carpy, aren't they? They're, they're like koi carp, but some of them are just grey. They're not catfish, no. which are often the big fish you see in freshwater. What's those
1: orange massive goldfish?
0: Yeah, basically. Looks like, uh, yeah. yeah, either that is a massive goldfish or we've <laughs> shrunk. Yeah, maybe Wait it's a like minute. nuclear we're, we're on the top of waste. someone's television. <laughs> yeah, someone's been dumping uh, isotopes. Yeah, the Simpsons I, fish. I saw uh, a uh, big fish. It's quite nice to see, actually, particularly with the contemporary discussion of our waterways. I was on the Regent's Canal and uh, I was looking down into the water thinking, that looks nice, you know, because the canals, are not that deep. Yeah. And it was really clear and there were sort of healthy plants growing up. I thought, that's nice. Yeah. And I saw a massive fish there. This was near here, right? Yeah. And I think it was a pike. Oh, wow. Have you got pike and canals? No.
1: That's
0: really... Uh... But my mum told me you do, so I think that it was.
1: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so, normally you just So the like bath sh-
0: half used to be... I've done the bath half a couple you of times that? as a, as a warm-up for the London Marathon. So it used to seem like March.
1: How do you be, I, I, when I finished the half marathon, I was like, oh, now I know I'm never going to do a marathon.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's like this is just too long.
0: Yeah, it's far. I know.
1: But I, think I know all the marathon runners are listening going, blah, blah, blah. No, no, I think you're on something
0: because I think there's two things about that. I think, one, um, i wind you back to what you said, I'll wing it. And of course, it's not like you didn't train for the Brighton Half, but you did factor it in to a kind of um, uh, speech marks in the head, normal running life, right? And I think that the other side of that is, and this is why Half Marathon is such an excellent distance, and it's Kate Carter who said it, but I'm sure other people said it too, that... um, they shouldn't. They shouldn't call it a half marathon because it's, it's diminutive. Yeah. They should call it like a super True. race.
1: Yeah. Big challenge. A double ten. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's that's double ten. Yeah. Although that sounds like darts. Oh, oh. We go. Let's split the difference. We went different I ways. I had a there. different. Uh, figure eight. Yeah, we did I do
1: the
0: Oh, you meant a figure eight of oh, this bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's not do that. Sorry. So, yeah, and I think specifically that that's exactly why a half marathon is such an interesting and excellent distance, is yeah. that it is a journey into the zone of real long distance. Yeah. You're going to, basically, unless you're a whippet, you're gonna get into that realm where you run out of fuel, you run out of initial run energy.
1: Yeah. I think that yeah.
0: very roughly everyone does that after running for about an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> you start to think, okay, I've, I've now burnt my breakfast. What am I and doing I'm here working now? Working on stamina, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what it's all about. That's why that journey from kind of 10 to 13 is so interesting. Yeah. Because it's because it's you're, what, what does Ben Kenobi say? You're taking your first steps into a wider world. <laughs> and actually, although marathons are also brilliantly difficult, and that's one of the things I love about them, having done loads, it just never gets easy, you know what I mean? It's always <laughs> worth doing one because yeah. they always br- break you or nearly do. But on the other hand, it's the same. It's just a bigger version of the same challenge, Yeah. you know? It's yeah. like when you start out in comedy, you write your first 10 minutes. Yeah, But your second 10 minutes is not Ooh. the same journey. <laughs> it's just the fleshing out of the first 10.
1: Yeah. And, that's and then you realize you're just stretching out the first 10 over <laughs> yeah. a longer period. Yeah, and actually, God. if you, di- if you, you it just is. stretch
0: it out, you don't know, no, properly, you die. So the analogy is good. Yeah. But I think that, you see what I mean about marathons? It is, it's basically the same, a bigger version of the same problem. But you do have to, you know, you basically have to train fairly assiduously for four months.
1: Four months, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which is kind of mathematically uh, similar to the half, which is the two months I gave it. Yeah. Yeah. The other
0: thing is, I think that everyone has their different... um, (laughs) distances, you know, I think that some people you know, I think that, like you were saying on marathon rounds, we'd be like blah I had plenty of people who've run marathons and half marathons and gone, no, I'm going back to 10k's, because yeah. that's where I live you know, well, it's I fair enough Well I found the first
1: 10 of the Brighton Half like so enjoyable Yeah. Uh, so a real, that was the win actually, of the day yeah was the uh, having that period of of uh, yeah, not feeling uncomfortable doing it.
0: And do you think? But well, I wonder if you've been there to do a 10k. This is what we're saying about finish lines. Would you have applied a different yeah. pressure to yourself yeah. and actually not access that enjoyment?
1: Well, I guess if I ran for a 10K, I wouldn't have done an 11 mile run before it. No, that's right. So,
0: that really I had
1: kind of, yeah, I guess it's that thing of pushing the body further. Yep. And then, yeah.
0: So it feels I like it's within your power. The
1: 10K would have been, yeah, quite a nice jump.
0: I think that also that 's interesting when you get to marathon stickly you know obviously you 're worried about it you 've got to put lots of thought into it, lots of planning yeah it 's really difficult sometimes to know what to do with your brain in the first half because the the problem the whole problem of running the marathon shouldn 't really present itself until you 've run 10, 12, 14 miles. Yeah. That's when you start doing the work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I remember <laughs> in New York getting to eight, nine miles and thinking, yeah, I'm pretty tired now.
1: And Were and you just, with anybody running New York?
0: No, no, just me. And I was like, this is, this is a problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's early. Early to be feeling this.
1: It does. Um, I think as well, having Richard for that first half, was uh, really <laughs> kind of took my mind off it because I tend yeah. to count when I'm running. Right. And uh,
0: what do you count? Just up.
1: Yeah. Just count to. I feel like a step is a meter. Yep. So I try and count the meters and then match it to my watch. After a while, oh God. Yeah. So it well, easy. you're like
0: Paula Radcliffe. <laughs> oh yeah, steps. she does that, doesn't yeah. she?
1: She's, quite, she's quite a good runner. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Soon <laughs> the best we've ever produced, thank you very much. Um, I, I, uh, I was thinking that about, um, it's interesting, to distra- it's great to run with someone, although much as I love it, I've never really done it in events, partly because I tend to be going quite fast, and also because I like to yeah, yeah. the other thing I love to do is listen to music. Yeah. This ultra I did the other day, which is have heard about, but you haven't, so let me give you the, yeah. the, uh,
1: the rough picture. This is what we were meeting up to talk about.
0: Yeah, 50K <sighs> over the Pennyfan Massif in Banau Brekheniog.
1: So, describe the,
0: the, the terrain. Well, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a wheel of mountains, very high peaks in the middle, sort of, uh, I think they're about 2,500 feet, and then lots of long spurs and valleys. And uh, the route basically climbed up onto the ridge slowly, which is an interesting challenge talking about last week because it's a very gentle climb. And running ultras, you're not really supposed to run on the climbs. It's just to stride up, keep your pace up.
1: Oh, right. And then run the
0: rest of the time. But this long, gentle climb, it was basically a... You had to run it because it was long and it was raining and it was the morning. You know, it was, it's where we warmed up. And it's up.
1: the beginning of the run. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you go down and up and climb towards the peak.
1: So and how far have you? How far have you got to climb initially?
0: Uh, well, climbing for about. I've really. Got, I keep answering this question. And I'm just guessing, but I think it's about like uh, four miles. Eight well, k. Okay. Yeah. Maybe ten k. Okay. And then. Yeah. Uh, and then. You go down, and then there's a proper stiff climb. Now, that's where the bit where you, you you walk the hills totally kicks in. You know what I mean? It's like a proper mountain, right. zigzagging up rocks type deal. And then get to the top of that, and you run up towards the top, and then basically that pattern repeats itself for many hours. <laughs> so you come, you get near the top, You clamber down, you run down, you run down, down, down to the valley floor. You get to the aid station, which is in civilization. And then you stride back up and run back down. You do that three times. And then the last time you get to the very top of Penifent. But then you go down and up over two more peaks, Cribbin and Fanny Big. And then you've still got about seven miles (laughs) to get back to where you started.
1: Uh, what did you What did you think about? Well, I
0: think that. that's exactly that's such that's so the question because I uh, I was listening to music, was really enjoying it. Checked in, had some really nice, and this is the same with the race of the stones. Really good, like short conversations with yeah. people, basically nice chats with people who aren't going the same speed. Yeah. So you sort of meet, chat. In the case of. The race of stones. I was sometimes passing the other people, but yeah. in the Bracken Beacons they were always passing me. <laughs> and the, but lovely and, and some strangers, some friends of the show, you know. And that's really nice.
1: That's nice. People know to come up and talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you must be a good I guess thing to take their mind off their running then yeah see, every, everything the fundamental thing
0: is to externalise isn't it to get out of the world yeah I mean that's why this is a old thing I've been around the block on, but it's true. I like listening to music and some people occasionally say, oh, you can't enjoy the world you're in. And I'm like, no, 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 listen to music. It damps down all the mechanical, boring thinking. Step, 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 where do I put my foot next? Okay. And gets you thinking, oh, look at the view. look at the world, look at the people, what do I think about life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's really that last big climb and there's no one else around because it's all strung out. And my music wasn't working anymore because of all the rain. And uh, I was just thinking, Climbing, difficult, step, step, rock, climb, difficult. And mm. uh, I, got, I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't, even in that moment, I didn't mind it. I recognised that it was the task at hand. Yeah. I was pleased to be doing it. And most importantly, I think, I recognised that despite it being hard, it was possible. I was going to manage it. Ah.
1: That's
0: the interesting thing, the fundamental thing with the old ultra, is that they don't they kind of make a point of not taking you to that line in fact they probably do take you to the line you know a friend of ours was doing a massive ultra at the weekend I think a hundred miler it might have been a hundred k but I think it's a hundred miles yeah. anyway they ran 70 and then they had to say yeah I've got to stop you know sure, and you yes. know that you know that set, setting out you know I was thinking I think I can do this but yeah. I also knew if I can't do it yeah. I'm just going to stop yeah. you know there's really none of this hanging in there getting to the finish line if the finish line is another 30 miles away yeah. you can't hang in there it's a marathon yeah. you know what I mean so it's a different game really and uh, and it is nice when you interact with the old individual in fact this was I'm glad I forgot to telephone this last week it was absolutely amazing the longest toughest bit was the third big long climb up to the very top of the mountain so fantastic uh, um, Climax getting to the top of the mountain, even though it was nowhere near the end of the run. Um, And as I got to the top, desperately tried to get my phone back to life so I could get a picture. And the rainy, it was all in clouds, you know. Anyway, this guy said, Here, Rob. And I thought, Oh, it's one of the you know, somebody who knows me from running college. Yeah. No, it's one of my oldest friends, <laughs> brothers, <laughs> up there with his family. Hi, Rob, how are you doing? Oh, just somebody? on a walk. Yeah, just at the top of the mountain. I mean, just the most ridiculous kind of serendipitous coincidence. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I said to him, I said, so nice to see you. It's good to see you guys, but also so, just so handy. Take my picture, will you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a picture of me on this last week on top of only fan that's taken by, uh, yeah, Marcus Sherard. What a pleasure it was to see him. And also, I was, I was soaking wet. I was wearing my running cap because of the weather. And I think they spotted me straight away because they'd seen me doing the London Marathon. Was it two weeks, three weeks before? Because their son... Did the London Marathon. Wow. In, in a similar kind of time to me. So it was like, oh, there goes right. that son, and there goes Rob doing. It. Yeah. She's this right way from school. <laughs> and then they use that recognition knowledge and wait to I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's yeah. a wonderful thing.
1: But isn't it like, I mean, I know we're always coming up with kind of metaphors for running. Yeah, it's like, I won't. It's like, But that thing of, I guess, you having to enjoy the, deciding to enjoy the top of the mountain despite knowing that the rest of the run was ahead of you yeah yeah, and the uh, I guess the the riches that were there at that point were you know there was quite a few things to put your mind into rather than be. How am I ever going to finish this?
0: Yeah, initially and immediately, yeah. even if you don't bump into a random um, lucky person, it's suddenly people. Yeah. You know, it's just such a journey, I think. Yeah. And this is one of the things I love about mountains, I think, more than the events, is my magpies. You often find yourself just with no one around at all. Yeah. And, and when you do... You can't really imagine what it's like when the other people are there. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. know they are, you know they're going to turn up. You know you're not actually the last person on earth. Yeah. But in terms of perception, that's exactly what you are. Yeah. I came down that last muddy stretch down to the last aid station. And I knew. I'd even seen people ahead of me, but only when the cloud cleared, and they were far ahead. And I was like, I can't. What? People? can't imagine that the other people in this event ran here. I can't imagine that this event exists. Yeah. The little arrows saying you're going the right way, like the t- tiniest beacon in a kind of universe-sized yeah. nothingness. It's just crazy, but brilliant. It sounds negative, but I love that. It's, it's, a, it's a weird, it's a weird and wonderful thing. And like, interestingly, you were saying about that, you know, that moment of lots of things to bring you out of yourself, lots <laughs> of things to give you that little jump and put you back on your feet after the toughness of the climb.
1: Yeah, just even just train yourself to not go into the future.
0: Yeah. Well, also, I was giving myself a hard time last week because I hadn't properly, you know, put my glass on and a good look at the contour lines on the map. So without Uh thinking about too hard, I imagine those three peaks on the top to be... Just a gentle kind of up and down, you know, breezy. There's a photo on the website of people sort of running up a gentle slope in the sunshine. I thought, yeah, that's what we'll be doing. And it's actually blooming, you know, down and up like staircase in the cloud. And I was giving myself a hard time for that. But now you mention it, not knowing that was coming. Yeah. That really enhanced my enjoyment at that point. Yeah. I find it, and the same with it being cloudy. You know, if yeah. I'd got to the top of Fan in sunshine and looked down and seen the climb to the top of Cribbon in front of me,
1: true, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have been happy. <laughs> yeah,
0: turn your back. <laughs> so sometimes what we don't know, I mean, it's a, it's a fundamental thing, isn't it? That I think that we're evolved to to be able to be effectively ambitious and to plan and achieve yeah. with the evolutionary strand, with a slight inability to fully imagine the future, yeah. otherwise we wouldn't address it, yeah. it too much. I think i know never do that. that's a massive job, <laughs> <laughs> about anything, you know, about cooking the dinner. Yeah. So, uh, it's uh, leaning right into those uh, skills or lack of
1: Yeah. What is it, this two shall pass? Or is it the other one? First steps first. Yeah. Do Obviously. the next right thing. That's, uh, these are all wisdom from recovery wisdom.
0: Yeah. Well, one of them is the guy who handed me, really, a particularly dark moment in Brighton. And he handed me a little blue scrap of paper which said on it in a darker blue pen. You know, it's an affirmation, essentially. And it said, one step forward. Just fantastic. Yeah. I've always felt guilt that I didn't you know, I kinda of took it on, off off him with a kind of angry, greasy <laughs> politeness.
1: <laughs>
0: Instead of going, yes, yeah. thank you. I know. But and also I lost it, I took it back to Brighton. And I lost that affirmation, and I, it's been a really good lesson to me to say it's okay. It was just a bit of paper.
1: Yeah, you could write it down a, again if he's listening. Next time Rob's doing the bright marathon.
0: Yeah, could you give, do me another one? Yeah, could do with that. And it's one step forward. A note on queasiness. What did you do? What did you do fueling-wise when you uh, did you have breakfast? Did you?
1: Uh, advised. no breakfast. Yeah, nothing. Uh,
0: Interesting. Anything on the way around is sweets?
1: Nah. <laughs> no, I gobbled the bananas they gave me at the end. Uh, but I didn't feel the lack of it now, to be honest. Yeah. So it might be something I'd end up doing again.
0: Yeah, I think that banana on the finish line is uh, is uh, yeah. It's going to do a lot of good.
1: What's with uh, yeah. all the walking at the finish line though? Making you walk down a whole truncated oh, yeah. lane away from
0: yeah yeah that's uh, that's an issue yeah. it's a it's a kind of tunnel of suffering yeah. should, uh, that one i think the best one of those is best is a very interesting word to use <laughs> is uh hey let's go on the grass a bit and go down by the canal to come of yeah bit.
1: yeah
0: um the uh as you come into the mouth, the london marathon just amazing you do this hard turn you go under a bridge, it says 385 yards. You're like, I can't believe I've done it. The palace is there, you see the finish line. Then there's screens, a voice, someone announcing stands. You know, it's a really special moment. Yeah. And you get to the finish line, you can't believe you've done it. You see the clock, you've got whatever time you've got. Someone hands you a medal, and then, <laughs> the next out of your life is a rustling, foil-clad, <laughs> bleedy, Shivering. limp, where you're trying not to, Cram. if you do lie on the ground, people say, you're okay. And you say, no, yeah. I'm not. And they say, what I really meant was, you have to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where our friend Gavin lay down and thought, I'd oh, just sit down here for a second, remember? And he got put his hand down on the grass and got stung by a wasp. Oh,
1: it just oh, feels man. like one too many,
0: doesn't it? Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's only like another quarter of a mile, but it's like a it's like a reverse Christmas. Yeah. You know, you come over that finish line, you're like,
1: yay!
0: And then you come out of the bit where you meet your family, and like, uh, I'm, I don't think I'm going to puke, but I can't walk any faster. Than this.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. It's Where's a, the thing I gave
1: you to mind? Where is it? Do you have it? The gel. It's a tough time. Yeah. And
0: I found the New York one of those the worst, partly because I had a horrible time. Right, because it's bloody miles. There's nowhere to sit at all. And they're quite, it's like, they're quite, keep moving down, keep moving down. It's like, oh God.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop it.
0: What <laughs> you need to do then is to bump into a TV star. <laughs> That's the idea. But obviously Did you? Yeah, I bumped into Ali Kempo plays uh, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> and I'd just been watching Kimmy Schmidt. Shit. She was the uh no, Schmidt. She was oh, the right. um, <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. She was the equivalent of of uh, Jesse's brother on top of the mountain. So these things do happen, don't they? Yeah. It's crazy really. So yeah. Make you can manifest stuff. That thing yeah. where you just think about something you want and then you get it. <coughs> People keep going on about. It's true. Mind you, that's not strictly true. I yeah. didn't think, as I finished the year marathon, hope Kimmy Schmidt comes to life and appears.
1: That wasn't really no. my wish. Does she know you're from running commentary? Yeah, that's right. She's a yeah, big,
0: big fan of the show.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about this. Uh, um, just saying I was feeling queasy when I got that affirmation. I'm going to... The other thing I forgot to mention to people I was telling all about my ultra last week. This is a great path, isn't it? This bit. Yeah. It's a real country walk. You're in between the road on the south side of Victoria Park and the um, canal just outside. Yeah.
1: And it's, and all it's got a nice, a nice moisture level.
0: And it's in the clay. And we're just in that phase, aren't we? Just, it's all just greener and white flowers. Greenery. It's so May June. It's a bit glorious. Spring-y. Yeah. So apparently it's to do with salts. So, and, uh, you know what do you call it? Electrolytes. Oh,
1: right. And
0: I've never really favoured the electrolyte drink. Or I've had carb gels that not got on with them. You know, when right. I hydrate on the long run, I try to hydrate with what's that stuff called? What Do you call it water? <laughs> and um, but I was at the national running show, and this woman who knows her stuff on the bad boy running stand. I told her I'd taken salt tablets in the morning for the Race of the Stones, which was really far and really hot. And she said, it's no good, because you've got to top it up. It won't last you all day.
1: Ah, right. So so
0: anyway, and I was trying to, I didn't want to do anything I'd never tried or anything risky. Yeah. Particularly as I'm quite, yeah, my stomach's quite sensitive. Sure. The rest of the time, ironclad. I don't get anything in there. But, um, Yeah, so anyway, I tried these things called salt sticks, which aren't sticks, they're little tablets. You take two, they're a bit powdery. Apparently they give off their salt best if you suck them before you chew them. So it's like an extra strong mint, you have to be really patient, you know? All right. And you can take them like once an hour, once a half hour, all day long. And and I didn't have them before the Banabra so it was a bit risky. But I tell you, they were great. They were like lemon and lime. So they're really sharp. Yeah. And also salty, which some people might find a bit, but I'm, I mean, all of that actually really works with my palate even the rest of the time. But and I'm really, wondering,
1: that's supposed to hydrate you. Well,
0: it helps you hydrate better. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you've got to replace salts whilst not dehydrating. So, you know, a spoonful of Marmite yeah. will also be counterproductive. So I'm but doing you'll water, water as well. On top, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but they were great. Really, I mean, really, just a nice taste experience. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, really helped me with my chemical balance because I never got that feeling of kind of yeah, queasy. Queasy just sounds like a kind of sickness, but it's more complicated than that. I feel it's that feeling like I've run too far and I feel a bit kind of ironed out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, they say that's your salt levels. So. I did that all day, never felt like that, and uh, would absolutely recommend them to anyone. The only downside, except whatever works for you, obviously, but the fantastic one-off downside was when I crept down to the pub later, feeling strong enough, proud to feel strong enough to want a pint of lager. (laughs) Went to this pub, got a pint of lager and a pint of sparkling water, soda water, just to really, you know, and I sipped at both and my mouth I think that those silk sticks had just kind of stripped out the inside of my mouth and uh, it hurts so much oh, wow. <laughs> I had this kind of like taste bud pain explosion which then led to a cramp in my whole face and it was like, you know, cheers everyone what a big success his <laughs> head and then I had this terrible moment where I thought, I'm not going to be able to drink but it, Second sip was a bit better, third sip was fine. So you know not uh, so bad, hey. And that was really the salt sticks the salt sticks thing is a big discovery for me because that's something fueling is something I I've really been working on. Let's just head back to the lake and then we're done. We've done enough.
1: Yeah, all that talk of drinks. Yeah, we should, we should we should have one. some beverages. Yeah.
0: I was um Talking of drinks and beverages and facilities, <laughs> you know, on this ultra uh, there weren't any toilets. Ooh, my needs were luckily behaved uh, uh, appropriately. Right, yeah. And a couple of times I did find a, a yeah, hidden spot. You know, much course, like a mountain yeah. walker. Yeah. But. Uh, but uh, Do you think
1: there was restrictions or something?
0: No, I just think they were expecting. Uh, Absolute badasses.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not badasses. Yeah. That would have been really, you know, that wouldn't have been any fun at all. <laughs> so, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up and Park let's see if we here. can catch one of these giant fish for lunch. So <laughs> I feel like I've told you a lot about that, but is there anything else? You Well, when is the old, um what's it called, the uh, um, Bath Half? Oh, Bath Half is
1: in October, the middle of October. There you go, yeah, guys. So, so
0: uh, I think that that's giving you an option because I know that a lot of... Uh, I'm trying to get Paul at the moment to, uh, he's going to do, see if he can do the Race of Stones, and depending yeah. on how he feels like that, he might come and do the Yorkshire Marathon, which i have got a feeling by the sound of what you say, is on the same day.
1: Uh, so, Marathon
0: Club, we're we'll all meeting Yorkshire. Yeah. Half Marathon Club, can all meet in Bath.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And That'd people who don't want to do any running at all can just go to your gigging Bath. Yeah. <laughs> and good old comedian, because they did, um, they also uh, facilitated my Brighton Full Marathon, and indeed... Uh, gave some of the ticket money. I did the gigs again that weekend. Right. And they gave some of the ticket money to Sarcoma UK in memory of Phil Jared. So good for right. those guys. Yeah. Nice to do a bit of fundraising with the running. It helps. Yeah. And uh, I, everyone, I wanted to thank everyone who sponsored me for um, Valindra Cancer Care, which Rod Gilbert got me onto, which is what I did the Brecon Beacons for, and that was about 1200 quid in the end. So that's fantastic. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Look at these maybe it's worth coming. giving a shout out but if there's any um, running commentary listeners who are also cyclists in the east London or other parts of London area, uh, I do uh, volunteering for a food company called of course you do. Made in Hackney doing meals on wheel service on bikes on Thursdays and Tuesdays Afternoons, and we're always looking for people to, uh, yeah, take on a route.
0: Yeah, I bet there's people who are listening who'd like to do that. So what's the yeah. uh, what's it called again?
1: Made in Hackney is Made the Hackney. website, and uh, yeah, if you sign up, if you send an email, they'll get back to you and um, give a more concise uh, explanation, clear explanation of what's what you'd be doing. You kind of show up at a. a um, kitchen spot uh-huh. uh, at four o'clock on a tuesday and you and another cyclist you cycle in pairs yeah uh would be given a route which uh, consists of about 15 drops yeah uh, around uh basically could be anywhere from victoria park north up to Stamford hill yeah and uh yeah you kind of you know just do that for a couple of hours and do you
0: do that all the time
1: i do that um yeah, I think I might have said it on the podcast
0: actually, maybe. No, it's, well, I just think that'd be, that'd be what makes you fit enough to say, no, I haven't run for ages and then knock out five miles like you just did. Yeah. <laughs> nice skills.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.